TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by uh, Cardinal Corner and By the Yard Outdoor Furniture. We'll talk to Jim in just a moment. Denny Long for my friends Lee and Pam at their beautiful store for nature lovers, Cardinal Corner. They remind us, Pam and Lee do, that uh, this month we need to start thinking of nesting birds like wood ducks and bluebirds. By the way, speaking of bluebirds, Cardinal Corner has beautiful Peterson Bluebird kits that will help you attract bluebirds to your yard or maybe even start a bluebird trail. Uh, And don't forget to feed the freshest bird seed in town. That's all you'll find at Cardinal Corner. And two, they remind us, too, don't forget the suet, the mealworms, peanuts, and more. Have you signed up for their monthly newsletter yet? All kinds of tips and stories. Just go to cardinalcorner.com to sign up. Stop in, see Lee and Pam. They're in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy is at the Newport Center location. Always like to chat with you, 651-455-6556 or online at cardinalcorner.com. Check it out. Cardinal Corner really is more than just a birdseed store. Good morning, Jim Gilbert. Officially 29 degrees and the clouds are still with us. 29. Okay. We're about, you know, maybe 50% cloudy, but... That we had this fiery, beautiful sunrise, hmm. just great colors, uh, you know, mostly in the reds, but wonderful. Uh, just you know, right around seven o'clock, seven o five was peak. But um, I'm calling, and we're twenty five degrees. Our yard, northwest side of Lake Waconia, about thirty miles west of downtown Minneapolis. I heard standing out looking at this this sunrise. I was listening to. American Robins singing over and over their, their morning song, or some people would say spring song or territorial song. And the black-capped chickies, of course, were singing Phoebe, and just be- really a beautiful morning. And I did hear that ad again for the trip to Norway and Iceland uh, coming up 11 days um, for 11 day 11-day tour. Join Sandy and me next September Ninth through the nineteenth, as we enjoy and experience, and experience all kinds of experiences uh, listed for this one in the Scandinavian countries of Norway and Iceland. For more information, call six five one three nine eight nine three five eight, or talk to Michael Kenny from Defined Destinations. You you talk to him on that phone number, or you can use the website. DefinedDestinations.com. What, what, when's that trip now? What's the date on that? That's September 9th through the 19th. Perfect time of year. Wow. Yes, yes. Will be fun. Um, sunrise was 7.07. Sunset, 7.32. So today in the Twin Season area, we have 12 hours and 25 minutes of daylight. We have been gaining three minutes and a few seconds of daylight each day and have gained 22 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And as of today, the total amount gained is 3 hours and 38 minutes. And, of course, that's gained from December 21st, the winter solstice. We still have 
three hours and 11 minutes of daylight to gain by June 21st, what we call the summer solstice or June solstice. And, uh, of course, we, we all look forward to summer here in the, in the upper Midwest. But um, the normal high for today, 46, normal low, 28. Records for today, March 25th in the Twin Cities, 78 was a high in uh, recorded in 1939. Record low, minus 5 was recorded, 1940, just a year after. The most snow we received in this date, 3.6 inches. That was 1996. We have a waxing gibbous moon that's set this morning at 326. I bet you didn't see it. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. And rise again at 1 o'clock today, this afternoon. The next full moon is this coming Saturday, March 31st. And it's the second full moon of this month, and so we call it the blue moon. Now, last Tuesday, March 20th, was the vernal equinox when astronomical spring began in the northern hemisphere. And this coming Saturday, as I just said, was is full moon. Saturday the 31st is full moon. Now, in the year 325 A.D., the Council of Nicaea established that Easter would be held on the first Sunday after the first full moon, that would have been, that's coming up March 31st, occurring on or after the vernal equinox, which was March 20th. So this year, Easter Sunday ends up being April 1st, next Sunday. Last year, we had April, we had um, Easter Sunday on April 16th, and in 2016, it was March 27th. That's why it varies, because no one knows the exact date, and it wasn't recorded, and so they use this system to find out. Oh, talking about that, do you, do you expect to have the normal show on on the 1st, or are we going to have music all morning, or don't you know yet? Oh, we'll have normal programming. Normal programming. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. So I'll... I'll uh, I'll tune in and <laughs> call you. I hope you do. <laughs> It'll be awfully lonesome <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's right. Um, Sugarbush operators are looking forward to some of the best sap flows of the year coming up now this week and into April. Wally Borwork from Rush River Maples of Gibbon reports that they have 750 taps out and the trees have finally started running Okay, not great, but okay. On Tuesday, March 20th, they collected 400 gallons of sap. That much sap would boil down to about 10 to 12 gallons of syrup. Clark Macrimus from East Bay Sugarbush, that's located near the northeast side of Lake Waconia, says that they had a good sap run uh, this past Thursday, March 22nd, and they finished two batches of syrup one last Monday, and another one just yesterday. So that's so far this season. They've done that. And they said that it's been taking about 30 gallons of sap to produce a gallon of syrup. Now, it can range from 30 to 40. So the sugar content this year has been quite high. Donna Mary Summers 
and their son, Peter, uh, from Summerskogen. It's a sugar bush and miniaturista, have a thousand taps out, and are using a, a modern vacuum tube setup. So yesterday they collected 400 gallons of sap, and they made their third batch of delicious maple syrup. Dinah and Dave Herring have a sugar bush on their farm located, and their, their farm is located near Waterville. The trees on the west-facing slope have been flowing, and they produced their first batch of syrup last Monday and a second batch this past Friday, March 23rd. Uh, their records show that this maple syruping season is much later than what they had in 2016 and 2017 when the trees started running on February 11th. Uh, that is for the 2017. Now they're looking forward to the next two weeks, hoping for sunshine and warm temperatures during the day and temperatures dropping just below freezing at night. The Southern Minnesota Research and Outreach Station in Waseca reports last spring the first frost went out of the ground February 20th and then it refroze between March 3rd and 16th and was all out by March 20th. And this year uh, the frost went down as deep as 19 inches in early March and by last Monday the 19th it was 13 inches and now there's actually some frost out in a few areas that's been draining some of these temporary ponds that you see in farm fields. Do we have time for a little bit more? I should say we do. Okay, well, pairs of American crows have been checking out possible nesting sites and been seen carrying nesting materials in their bills. With much honking and fanfare, this is what I hear when I go outside here, Canada geese pairs claim their wetlands nesting territories. Pairs are seen standing on the ice and still frozen, standing on the ice of the still frozen marshes and ponds. It's it, I just love that sound. It's honk honk honk, and you hear that. But it's a lot of work for those for those geese. Ray and Marlene Simon from Northfield report that yesterday they heard and then saw five flocks of tundra swans heading northwest over their home. They also saw a turkey vulture heading north, and they've been noticing pairs of Canada geese on still frozen ponds in that area. Now I've got to get myself organized, so maybe we should go ahead. <laughs> Let's and- do that. You know, as we, we as you get ourselves organized, I'm, I'm trying to think, Jim, how long we've been doing this show. Isn't, <laughs> isn't it over 35 years? Something yeah. like that. I, <laughs> oh, and I fail to, it's probably my fault not to mention often enough that uh, Jim uh, does not, well, he has a, 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 an email address, but if we were to give it out, he, oh. w- he would be inundated with thousands a day. That's so here's my, here's the process. My poor, my poor computer would fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> but start smoking. Uh, yeah. However, uh, what we do, the process is, if you do have an email, send it to me, either regular mail here at WCCO, uh, 625 2nd Avenue South, Minneapolis, 55402. Or uh, email it, uh, just send it to me, dlong at entercom.com. Not CBS. We're no longer a CBS-owned station. But we're owned by a radio company called Entercom. So dlong at entercom.com. And I forward that to Jim via snail mail. Okay, yeah, that's the process. Yeah. 
All right, well, we'll we'll pick up on a few of those. But Jim and I love this furniture. They're a sponsor of the show called By the Art, family-run business down in Jordan, Minnesota. That's called By the Art. We've been telling you about this company for maybe fifteen years or so now. And it's time, Jim, for that Minneapolis Home and Garden Show show at the convention. Oh, Center. that's a good one. It's going yeah. to be two weekends, March 30th, April 1st, and then April 6th through 8th. Uh, but you don't have to get these deals at just the show. We always like to tell you uh, that you can also go to the uh, showroom. Jim and I love that showroom. Or give them a call. I'll give you a phone number a couple of times, 952-492-2777. Uh, to uh, order, and this sale is good through March 30th through April 8th. Jim, wouldn't you suggest they go to the showroom, too, to get some oh, good ideas? Oh, yes. Yes, I love the way they they set things up so you can you can see, you know, how how would you put the furniture if you had a small deck? Yeah, you don't have to imagine it. You can actually see it. I know. In place. How, how would you do it if you, you know, if you maybe had more space or, or you wanted to have just, just something special on a deck? It's the best maintenance-free outdoor furniture you can buy. There is a difference. There's a lot of knockoffs out there. Made right here, Jordan, Minnesota, for 23 years or so, 35-year warranty. But check them out. If you head, A lot of folks head to the Home and Garden Show. But, again, you don't have to go to the show to get the deal. Uh, let, let me give you that number real fast again. Get on the web, buythayard.net. You can order that catalog, 952-492-2777, or see them at the uh, Home and Garden Show, called By the Yard. All right, Jim, what else do you have? Well, Art and Barb Straub, um, who live in the Henderson area, uh, Lesseur, um, report that many, many uh, American robins are around there. Now, this is interesting because that's only like, you know, as a crow would fly like 25 miles from us. But yet we don't have that many robins around here. But they said, now is, now is a period... When flowering crab apples sustain life for many of these early returning birds, so our our crab apples and the other fruit. This is a really, really a tough time of year uh, for animals, especially migrants that have come back to find enough food. I just I talked yesterday to Russ Ripperger. Uh, he and his wife have forty wood duck nesting houses on a half acre lot at. Long Bass Creek in Brooklyn Park, and they had their first pair of wood ducks arrive on Monday, March 19th, and they, since then, uh, two other wood ducks have come, but Bass Creek is still mostly ice-covered. But Russ said yesterday that he has a, a small tray feeder out there, and he puts raisins for the robins, and there's a few robins in their neighborhood that have come back already. But they went right to the tray. And, of course, the reason is because they are robins that that are coming back for their second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh year or longer. And they come because they remember where these raisins are. That's, a, that's really kind of neat. People have told me that, too, about, about ruby-throated hummingbirds. They'll come, you know, typically around May 1st to this area. And uh, if people don't have the feeders out, Sometimes they'll see the hummingbirds just hovering in the air right near their window where they normally had had a feeder, and they hurry up and put a feeder out, and the hummingbirds take it right away. Well, Tom and Lisa Bovers live in Faribault, and uh, they are really good birders. But here are some of the things they've seen just this past week. Monday, March 19th, 
uh, winter wren, uh, three American woodcocks. Uh, oh, he saw the first chipmunk out. Gossamers. Now, gossamers are single strands of silk that you see caught in trees and shrubs, especially in a in a forest area. And uh, they saw that at Riverbend Nature Center. But um, they also, on Tuesday, report snowy owl again near Nurse Strand. Maybe a different one than they had seen earlier in the year. Also on Tuesday the 20th, double-crested cormorants came back. There's some open areas uh, along the Cannon River or in the Cannon River. Counted 80 double-crested cormorants. On just this past Friday, first turkey vultures, turkey vulture flying over. On the 24th, yesterday, first green green winged teal, and then numbers of of uh, waterfowl. Um, you know, like 34 canvasbacks, lesser scout, ringneck ducks, common hooded and and red-breasted mergansers. And they said, other than Canada geese, the common mergansers are the most numerous of the waterfowl. And uh, also, um, Tom's got a sharp eye looking for things, saw the first female uh, red-winged blackbirds, just just a couple in with the red-winged blackbirds. And he said that there, Canada geese standing on ice, claiming their territory, just like they are all around CCO land right now. So anyway, it's a very, very interesting spring. Do we have time for a little more? Yes, we do. Okay. Well, migrating monarch butterflies made a dramatic entry into Texas over the past 10 days, and the first sightings from Arkansas have been confirmed. That is confirming monarchs are already crossing into that state. That's from Julie Brophy, who works for Journey North. On March 16th, that would have been, you know, last weekend. or Yeah, just that around that time. Paul Warma from Chanhassen reports that March 16th, they heard the calls from a pair of red-shouldered hawks that had just arrived in a natural area behind their home. The birds arrived pretty much on schedule, and they've been doing this, this pair, this is the 13th year in a row they've come back for a nesting in that little spot of the forest there. Don Grusing from Minnetonka reports that dozens of ring-billed gulls were checking out their nesting grounds on the rooftops of two industrial buildings just south of Hopkins. That was also on the 16th. Kyle Tree, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Kyle Treepole from Invergrove Heights reports that uh, last Sunday, he was he was traveling south and um, along Highway 52, spotted sandhill cranes, turkey vultures, silk, and lots of red-tailed hawks throughout the trip. Uh, Sylvia Winkleman, last Sunday afternoon at Coon Rapids Dam, saw common mergansers, buffleheads, common golden eyes, gadwalls, ringneck ducks, American coots. See, wherever there's open water now, the waterfowl will come back, and they're easy to see. But uh, we don't have much open water right around here. I saw a few temporary ponds, uh, farm ponds, and uh, saw a lot of waterfowl in those. But other than that, none. Um, Bob Holes observed turkey vultures heading north over St. Paul this past Friday afternoon. And uh, on March 19th, 
with only a few very small openings in the ice cover of Kelser Pond in Victoria, Julie um, Brophy and her husband Bill saw the first of the year muskrats. The muskrat must have crawled out and up on top of the ice. They like to get up on the ice and eat water plants. <laughs> Jim, we, we've got to go, but I wanted to really fast get some not only emails, but a couple of text messages. So let's do this really fast. Okay. Uh, Vicki from Oxford Township by Sandy County, March 19th, saw a male evening gross beak at uh, her bird feeder. Oh. And our friend Ray Faber down at the St. Mary's in Winona said Wednesday, a nine-point buck walked through my front yard, antlers intact. It's the latest that I've seen a deer with antlers, probably because of excellent nutrition from farm crops, he says. And oh, okay. uh, we uh, this is from, uh, let's see, the, the Barb and her husband Bruce saw two sandhill cranes on the west end of Lake Francis in Elysian on the afternoon of March 15th. And a couple of text messages real fast, Jim. Uh, should bluebird houses be cleaned each year? Yes. Okay. And any horned larks yet? Yes, the horned larks have been back more than a month. We got them all in. That's good. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll talk to you on Easter Sunday then, Jim. I look forward to it. All Thank right. you. Have that, a good week. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back with Nature Notes next week here on 830 WCCO. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.